They only talk to her because she looks like a total prostitute, okay? I mean, her butt is just so big. I can't believe it's so round. It's like out there. I mean, gross. Look. She's just so black. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. And when a girl walks in with it, all right ladies and gentlemen better said gentlemen big c here your host coming to you on popular demand we had a lot of people reaching out saying i want to hear from the big c and we got a lot of good shit for you guys this week we got a lot of good shit for you this week we got a, a little one-on-one time with, with Londi, which we're going to call the fan section. He'll be reaching out from his couch, and he's going to be getting wild and, and bringing us some insight from the fan zone. So I'm really looking forward to that section. We're also going to talk to JL, who, if there's anyone that's been analyzing those drafts and predicting how we're going to finish, who will be champion, who's making those moves, it's been JL. And so we're going to talk to him one-on-one and get some impression on, on the draft. It happened just a couple of weeks ago. We planned on hearing podcasts in week one and week two, but some lazy fuck just kind of left us just alone. I'm also told that, I got a note here, Biggie is available from 5.40 a.m. to 5.42 and 30 seconds a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday, and he's available Sunday from 6.16 a.m. until 6.18 a.m., so we're going to try and check in with him, uh, which I'm really looking forward to. Before we get started, we have a couple of housekeeping things. Um, Our former host has reached out. Let me just tune this out. He... uh, wanted us to get started with a song devoted to him and kind of where he is in life. So I'm going to throw that on right now. All the TV you ever wanted until your brain turned to mush. Would you go for it or just let it slip? Yo. Remote is ready. Eyes wide, palms are sweaty. The Flintstones on the TV already. Wilma and Betty. No virgin. The channel surfing and I'm HD ready. So I flip. Garbage is all I'm getting. The Simon Cow who folks want to disembowel. He opens his mouth, always says something foul. They're dying, wow. Wannabes are crying now. We vote some out. Time to throw in the towel. Shows based on reality. Oh, the humanity. Oh, Ozzy's family. Show the profanity. Oh, the insanity. Oh, dogs that crap and be home of depravity. No, they live happily. Yo, plus the alley G show in celebrity mode. On the van and the coal. She's scaring me. All right, thank you, Tyler, for that suggestion. That is called Couch Potato by Weird Al, which is uh, apparently somewhat symbolic of what's going on with our buddy Ty. And before we get started, I just want to bring you um, a word from one of our sponsors today. One second. Here we go. 
Thank you, Pornhub. We appreciate you. Oh, I think, oh, hold on. All right, thank you, Pornhub. Whoa, 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 hold on. Whoa, it was a 30-second ad, Pornhub, calm down. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble. Thank you, Queen, getting us fired up like that. Um, we're going to get started here with just a little, little overview of where we, where we are in the standings. We'll get to matchups in a minute. I have a guest coming in. Um, we're going to try, try and wake up early and connect with Big Sexy in his two-minute window. Um, but here, just a quick update on standings. We have... As we've talked about on the endless chat message, we have a pretty, a pretty even league so far. We got six teams coming in at one and one. We got one team at two and zero, oh, and then we got a an zero oh and two team that looks like it's clearly on its way to an zero oh and three. I'm not going to say that name because, well, maybe we will, but he's kind of disappeared from our our puzzle of friendship. Um, so we got. Free Cap coming in at 2-0 and with a 1,000 win percentage. And I don't think a lot of surprises there. JL's been strong the last few years ever since he started running algorithms on, on the fantasy football team. Um, and then we got a bunch of one and ones We got P. Angelis, Havana Hail Mary, Sepkas, Team Pop Subi, Team Linderman, and the Crushers, the Orange Crush, which I'm not sure if when we, we went from the Orange Crush to the Crushers, if that was a nickname or an official name. And then we got that other guy where I won't mention the name down at 0-2. And, and just a quick quick look at points scored uh our number one team is the the guy that's put up 270 points so he's about 15 above the next high scorer we got p angelis which i think would be a surprise to most um he's really doesn't really do well well i think he to quote him i think he's a solid four every year for 10 to 15 years but he's got 255 points, and then yours truly, Havana Hail Mary, coming in at 252. And then we really dropped down to Sep Cuz with 240, Team Pop Subi with 234, the Crushers at 223, basically tied with the 0-2 guy that used to be friends with us. And then you got Linderman, a, a low scorer at 220, really at the bottom of the barrel. But if you look at points again, against uh you know Londy's been been lucky he's only put up 220 but he's got the least points against him 204 so a little bit of luck for the Londy man to come in at at 0 and 1 um team that's got the most against them 270 that's the 0 and 2 guy that we used to be friends with and the rest it's 
it's pretty uh it's pretty solid i will say jl's also had not a lot of scoring against him but he's he's been killing it on offense so um let's go to our special guest now uh to analyze this week's matchups Big Sexy. What's going on, man? Nothing much. Let me intro you in. Thank you for requesting that song. You there, Big Sexy? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> and thanks for joining us so early. I, I get it that it's 5.40 a.m. Philly time? Almost nine. And what time did you wake up today? Probably about six. Man, I don't know how you do it. Maybe earlier. All right. Well, I know you're. I know you only got a couple of minutes, so we're gonna get started with matchups. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna read the matchups to you and just give me a little insight. You know who who you're going for as a favorite, not as who you prefer, but who you think's gonna win, and then okay. any other insight that you want to add. Got it. So first up, we got Team Linderman versus Havana Hail Mary. Both of them are are one and one at the moment. that any 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 insight into why you're going for me on this one uh, take your time not, 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 not really I, I think Mahomes is up for a bad for a bad week so I think Linderman's gonna gonna crash and burn all right, we'll mark that down. We think Mahomes is going to underperform and, and Lindy will sink. And then we got game number two. We got Sep Cuz versus the guy that used to be friends with us who looks like his profile picture is either Jeff Collins or Lindy in an apron. And he's put up 4.3 points in a... Whopping Thursday night game. So, any predictions on that one? Yeah, he's going to be 0-3. <laughs> and he's, he's going to be bitter all season that I took Kelsey in, in, in front of him. All right. And any, any message you want to send to him? Any advice to kind of get, get things going? I don't know. He's never been one to listen to advice. <laughs> so, you know, he's just going to have to learn the hard way. I like that. All right, then. 
game three, matchup three, we got the former host of this program, which people are now referring to him as Couch Potato, Team, <laughs> team Pop Suri, going against The Crush. You know, I, I didn't really study that matchup. I'm going to say I'm hoping The Crush crushes him. <laughs> Is that because you're, you're, you're... I'm, ups, I'm upset as, at, at his uh, lack of commitment this season. And the, the rumor mill has it that there's something going on with him and Rhode Island and West that might be influencing his participation oh, in the league. absolutely. There, there's something he's not telling us. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what's going on over there or up there. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and track him down. I've been calling him and he hasn't answered, but I'm going to keep going for that. It looks like his profile picture is possibly a picture of Dan. Yeah, it's confusing. They all have pictures of, of other people. You never know who's so. Yeah, and it's tough to recognize. It's a small photo and you can, the top of the head is cut out. So you can't tell if he's pointing at the top of his head. And then it looks like you got a tough one. We got P. Angelus versus Free Cap, although you're projected to yeah, score more. Only, only by a couple points, I think. I think I'm 115 to his 111. So it's going to be a close one. Nice. I mean, a good game. Both of us had great games last weekend. It's true. I, I mopped the yeah. floor with you in week one. You did. You did. But you... Yeah. <laughs> I had a tough week. Um, and yeah. who's your? Who are your studs? Um, uh, Kamara's pretty good. Who else do I have? Uh, I feel like Kamara's getting a lot of sh- shitty touchdowns. Like he's, I guess he catches a lot of pass. He's not putting up a lot of yards. I, I didn't see his game last week, um, but I don't know. I know he did well. Yeah, who else had a good game? Uh, Edelman's played well last week. He might be the he might be the guy for New England this year. That's true. That's true. Speaking of which, so, what do you what do you think about Brady? He's not doing so well. You think it was a bad move? I you know it's gonna, it's going to be like something like uh, what Favre did, right? He was on Green Bay, great legacy, then popped around his last few years, didn't do much. That's true. It'll be like that. Hopefully, hopefully Brady doesn't get in any trouble like Favre did. What did Favre do? <laughs> Didn't he like send like naked pictures of himself to people? Was it the whole body? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and a couple other things that you requested to cover. One was you wanted to give some feedback on Londi's performance at that high school keg party. He's not still doing stuff like that. I hope he's he's uh, you know staying safe and staying in. Nice. And the final final piece before we close out, what do you think's going on with Dan? Um, in terms of what? <laughs> well, I promised I wouldn't say his name, and then when I saw Pop Subi's profile, just made it slip, and 
he's got that smile on. I'm just, are you worried about him? <laughs> I'm always worried about Dan. <laughs> Good. Well, we're, um, <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna put a song on in the next segment. So tune into the pod, and you'll hear what we we dedicate to Dan to get through this dark moment. Any last words for the pod? No, no, sorry. If I were prepared, it'd be more, more entertaining. But uh, thanks for thanks for picking up the up the slack. You bet, man. We'll um, we'll talk to you soon and enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks for getting us up early. All right, you heard it there. That was the one and only Big Sexy reporting a little after 5 a.m. Philly time. He's predicted a victory by Havana Hail Mary, Sep Cuz, The Crushers, and his truly, P. Angela. So we'll be looking back next week at, at how, how those Philadelphia fire uh, trashes or trash can fires, how those trash can fires came out uh, this week. All right, we're gonna get, we're gonna try and get Tyler on the phone now. We'll see. Got a ring going. We'll see. Oh, somebody's answering. Let me click over. Hello. Hi, is uh, is Tyler there? This is Tyler's phone. Okay. Uh, can I speak to Tyler? He's not available right now. Okay. May I ask who's calling? Well, since I called Tyler's phone, could I ask who's speaking? This is Wes. Oh, Wes. Uh, maybe you know who I am? Adam Dalton. <laughs> yeah. Yep, this is Ad. Adam, how are you? Hey, Ad. I'm good, Wes. Um, is Tyler around? I think I told you, Tyler's not available. Okay. Um, I was trying to get him on the call for some fantasy football chat. Yeah, well, I think this is going to be his last year. What do you mean? Well, uh, Meg, Chep, Ty and I spoke last night, and now that he's moved to Rhode Island, he's going to be playing in a different league. Really? What, uh, What league would that be? Well, it's a bunch of Yukon people. You don't know them. <laughs> okay. Um, well, how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm a little injured. You're injured? You ever played with booty? Ah, let's not go there. Um, well, I guess let Tyler know that I called, and um, maybe you could get a message to him, or you could be so kind to just kind of let me know where he is and what's going on. I could tell you, but if I tell you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> All right, Wes. Uh, send, uh, send time my regards. I will. <laughs> Toodles. All right. We are now going to go to JL, who's been so kind to hit us up 
with a little bit of analysis from the draft. Again, we thought that Couch Potato was going to help us with this over the last two or two weeks, but he's been MIA. Maybe something's going on with, I don't know, Dan and Couch Potato. But in any case, I want to get JL on the line. And I have to say, over the last couple of years and so far this year, he's been the best. So let me just intro you here. T-Man here, uh, about to do our annual draft grades with Hungover Herald. Uh, sorry it's taken me a few weeks to get this together. I uh, left my podcast equipment back in Brooklyn, but fortunately, uh, Mimi's got a podcast studio uh, in her house, uh, so we're all good. Uh, Harold, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. All right, well, let's just get into it. You know, I, I put I put all the players into to my tiers, and, you know, just surprisingly, you know, I, I didn't rig it or anything. My team came up number one. I've got three tier one players. Got Zeke Elliott, La La Jackson, Chris Godwin, who's got Brady thrown to him. I mean, what, you know, he's, he's an amazing player. So, uh, I think I give myself an A plus. Top of, top of ties tiers. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I, I've also noticed you have the most ad drops since the beginning of the season. You, I think you made like seven transactions since the season started. So obviously you don't love your team that you drafted that much. Ah, well, you know, uh, Rob Gronkowski hasn't, hasn't really put up the numbers yet. Uh, he's got four targets on the year, but uh, I, I'm hoping for big things from him. He, he's Gronk. I mean, what are you going to do? I, I love Gronk. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I give you a... Uh, I kind of give you, I think I give you a B. I got you kind of this middle tier of teams. You know, maybe I'll just start because we kind of know the way your your tiers are going to uh, kind of come out. So I'll say that I think the team that had the best draft or right after that I liked the most was, was Collins' team, actually. You know, obviously McCaffrey's number one. You know, he's hurt, but, you know, he's going to come back, hopefully do big things. I think the Sanders pick makes sense. Second round, Julio and Thielen back to back. That's very solid. Wide receivers. Thielen had a quiet game last week, but the week before it was amazing. So um, I love the Kyler Murray pick round six. I was actually going to take Kyler there if he didn't take him. Darren Waller round eight. I also was going to take Waller there if he didn't take him. Um, so I just think it's a solid team. Uh, you know, we'll see if he's going to be able to make his ad drops this year or if he needs to have uh, – uh, I guess he doesn't have Bug anymore to do all his ad drops for him. So I guess, you know, we'll see. Um if he'll be able to cheat again this year. But, uh, you know, as is per usual, I, I do put myself number two. I think I had a solid draft. Uh, Saquon going out was, was, was tough. It was just but like, what else are you going to do? you got to take Saquon number two. That was kind of a no-brainer. But I loved getting Aaron Jones round four. I loved getting Chris Carson round six. 
Uh, I like Dak, and then my backup, just Allen, is just as good. Uh, so, you know, I think it's a solid team, and it's rounded out by my man, uh, Young Wei Koo, kind of best, the best kicker in the, in the league. So I, I think, I think I'm right there with, with Colin at the top. Then in the middle, I really see kind of three teams, um, in no particular order. I think Dan, Ty, and Dalton, you know, and Ty, I know you think your, your team is number one. I think you're really in the middle of the pack. Uh, again, Gronk at round six. I don't understand that. Juju uh, is actually uh, not the most targeted player on his team. Uh, Deontay Johnson is, so shout out to Bug on that. Um, and then, you know, Dan, I think his first couple of moves, actually his first three draft picks, I think all made sense. Cook, Kyle was, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who I love, you know, wish I could have gotten him. DeAndre Hopkins. Then he goes off the rails, gets Cam round four. I don't know. I just think people try to be too cute. Think they're trying to outsmart people. I mean, no one was going to say, you know, at his best, he wasn't going to be a round four caliber pick. There's no reason why he should be going ahead of Dak Prescott um, or Kyler Murray. You know, it's just not at this point in his career. I think he took Zach Ertz purely to to make that team name, which is fine. Um, but I love the Moster pick round eight and Marquise Brown round 11. I think it's very smart picks. Um you know, Dalton, I think there's no, like, clear mistakes, I think, until round six with Brady. Obviously, what was he doing? But, uh, you know, he got Russell Wilson round eight. Russell, hustle, bustle. I love Russell, hustle, bustle, Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like him, too. Uh, he's, like, probably going to be MVP this year. So, it's just a, just a solid pickup round eight. Like, just also, like, kind of highlights how crazy it was that he took Cam around four. Um, who took Brady? Was it Bug? I'm going to find this out. Oh, well, Dalton took Brady around six. I mean, I guess it's fine because he has Russell Wilson round eight, but it's just crazy that he took Brady before Wilson. So it is what it is. And then the next tier of teams, I think, the bottom tier. And it's not even actually – I don't think there's a lot of separation. I think Bug said there's a lot of parity this year except for Dan. Um, but really, uh, I think – I don't have too many complaints about these other guys. I think Linderman, it's kind of a stretch to take Mahomes number one. Um, but if you need it, if you want Mahomes, you got to draft him round one in this league, it looks like. Love Josh Jacobs. Um, but I don't really like any of the players on this team. I mean, I like Kittle, but he's hurt. Uh, Aaron Rodgers round 14 might be a good value for him. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a fine team, just not something I'm particularly excited about. Then we got Bug. Um, took a lot of flack for taking Kelsey round two. You know, it is a little early. I think he's like kind of more of a round three kind of talent, but, you know, he's going to get sniped before then, so that's fine. And then uh, I love James Conner around six for him. Uh, and I, like I said, I like Deontay Johnson a lot around 14. I had him in my other league. I traded him for Kareem Hunt, but I'm kind of regretting that, to be honest. So, you know, not a terrible draft for Bug. I don't think he deserved to be called out in front of his wife by Dan. Um especially because Dan hasn't even been on any of these movie chats, so fuck him. Um, and then we got Crush. You know, actually, Crush had a very solid draft, first three picks, and then he's just really trying to recreate magic, goes to Gurley, goes to Breeze. Uh, you know, again, Crush is nothing if not consistent. Got to love his appreciation for the players who've brought him glory in the past, so... Crush is going to crush. Uh, I like Robert Woods round six, like Metcalf round eight. I, I wanted Metcalf myself, but just solid pickups. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of parity in this league, but I do see it kind of 
me and Colin have the best teams to start, then Dan, Ty, and Dalton, and then Linderman, Buck, and Crush, you know, so in or, uh, no particular order. Uh, so that's kind of how I see the draft. All right. Well, uh, I won't bore you with my, my ties tiers because we already know that uh, my team's number one, so I think we'll end it there. Uh, hope all you are doing well. T-Man out. Wow, what a surprise. We JL was able to track down the couch potato. Ty, any final words for us? Oh, and uh, don't forget to take care of your feet. All right. Well, um, I tried to get our own two friend on the phone. I called his phone like three or four times. Couldn't get through. Called Sayeda. Couldn't get through either. I finally got him on the house phone and he wasn't really happy about it. He didn't want to talk. He told me to simply send this message to the rest of the gang. Dedicated to all of us from our friend in Washington, D.C. again. You told me never to call your fucking house again. Hello? Londy? That's me. Alright, let me get your intro music going.
All right. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing, man. Feeling like a million bucks. Yeah, I just... Fuck like a porn star. Flex my muscles. Looked up at the moon. Yeah, I accidentally... I called your house phone. I think I rang your neighbors first. They said there was shit flying around. What was going on at your house? Ankles to the ceiling. Knocking the boots. Pussy on the wall. Well, that's good. So we're going to play a little game here called Fan Zone. And so I already talked to, to Big Sexy. He had me up this morning at, at 5.40 a.m. He said it was the only time he was available. So we got some good insight on the matchup. So we're going to do something called Fan Zone. So basically, you're going to pretend that you're your dad. You're at a, uh, you're at a Panthers game. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rattle off the play or the series of events. And then you have to you have to mimic your dad and, and say what he would say in that scenario. Can you hear me? Londo is here. Can, can you hear me? I'm here, big guy. All right, cool. So we're playing something called fan zone. So you're at the you're at the Carolina Panthers game with your dad, and I I'm gonna rattle off a play, and then you have to basically say what your dad would say in reaction. All right, so number one, Teddy Bridgewater throws a touchdown pass. Oh, I told you he was better than Cam. <laughs> so number two, Teddy throws a, an interception. Oh, they should have ran the ball. <laughs> so now it's, uh, it's between the first and second quarter, the cheerleaders come out, and there's a hot blonde, and she does a, a jumping split, and her tip comes out, and her boobs hanging out. You want some peanuts? <laughs> now it's it's fourth and inches. The game's on the line, and they don't give the ball to McCaffrey, and they get stopped. I knew they were going to do that. I, I could have told you. I could have told you. Go home. All right, and now McCaffrey gets injured, and he's out four to six weeks. He sucked anyway. He, it's it's brittle, brittle guy. Pac-12, Pac-12 running backs are not as good as the Big Ten. <laughs> All right, good. So now we're going to, to current events. Um, what do you think about Biggie's burpees? I think he left it all out, out there on the field. I uh, was surprised there wasn't a paramedic around. Usually Philly, Philly's the best city for uh, public health, and uh, I've been at that park, and I was actually pretty ashamed for a guy that used to run over the Ben Franklin and back and eat egg beaters right after to see him die on 20 burpees. That's true, that's true. What about... Um... Any comment on yesterday marked the, the one month anniversary of no penis pictures on the group chat? You know, as much as it pains me to say, I think it's brought us together. You know, I always got a good laugh at a good cock because I found it to be great humor. 
especially in the 20th century. But now we're in the 21st century, and that shit's not appropriate. You know, sometimes we cross the line, but sometimes that line is drawn. As I'll quote my good friend Carl Mavry from a famous speech he once did. Sometimes you draw a line, and you fucking spit on that line and cross right over it. And that's just the way we play. That's beautiful. Thank you for that. What about, speaking of that, one of the topics this week has been our friend in D.C., and I'm curious to get your feedback on him bashing me as a house guest. Well, to his defense, I don't think he technically bashed you. He just had some feedback that you were a very easy house guest, you like to sleep on the floor, and that you eat cheese sticks. Um, you know, he said you don't like to sleep in the bed, you don't like air conditioning. He's like, he went straight Cuban. He's a fucking Cuban now. So, you know, the most disappointing thing about Dan is his, um, his availability to chat. And uh, he always comes in with the one-liners, the very you know, sarcastic Dan we know and his quips and his gifs and his, you know, classic punchlines, which are great, by the way. Nobody does it better than Danny. But, um, you know, we all miss him dearly. I, I second that. What, if you had to just list really briefly one of your best memories of Dan when you lived together in Arlington, what would you uh, do? Best, best memory of Dan was the time he got the note the note we all know this story i'll keep it brief went out dan and i were hammered drinking beer all day playing golf took him to the old meat market called mr days pulls the ugliest chick out of the bar wakes up naked on his bed slams the door shut and walks into the living room and says look at this lindy I read it out. I'm in tears and piss from crying. It was so funny. It says, Dear Dan, I'd love to suck it again if you can get it up. Here's my number. That is, that is a classic. That is one of my favorites. Um, well, just to close out, any last remarks about the bicycle movie? You know, I thought the bicycle movie brought us into movie club with a bang. I commend Dalton for the pick. It was a very Dalton movie with a very bicycle setting. And I'm happy I watched it, you know. I, uh, I love the 80s. I kind of feel like uh, I, had a, I had a life one time in a different lifetime where I was in my heyday in the 80s. That's why I like a lot of the 80s stuff. And... Uh, you know, it was crazy, but a uh, great movie. Uh, it was one of the two movies that I have watched um, for Movie Club. I did not watch Book of Eli, and I certainly did not watch Tyler's movie. Um, well, can we finish but, uh, with that? On what is what are your thoughts on? People have been calling Tyler Couch Potato. Do you have any thoughts on his performance? Yeah, pick fucking better movie. <laughs> Well, we got to wrap it up, but I really appreciate you joining us. Yeah, anytime. My line is always open to you guys. And uh, big hugs for all. And uh, I look forward to a great weekend. And uh, 
I appreciate that, big guy. All right, my friends, it has been a wonderful first week on the pod. I want to give a lot of love to Big Big E, who had us up bright and early East Coast time, 5.40 a.m. Laundy from the Fan Zone, JL, showing a lot of uh, what makes him one of the best. And uh, a big shout out. To our boy Wes, I'm hoping that next week we can get the rest of the guys on the horn. And uh, one last message to Dan. I, I talked to everyone and everyone was in. Uh, there was consensus to, to end things this way. This is a message for you, buddy. boy I want you to know that is coming from the heart we can only imagine what's going on but I want you to know that we are there for you we deeply 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 miss love and appreciate you and that's it for this week boys see you on the field and we'll see you next week this is the big motherfucking C coming at you on the fantasy cast. Woo! 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 Woo!